Welcome to our village. Please invade carefully by Eddie Robson. Episode 5, Testing Times. Ah, Lucy, you're already here. And you're already unconscious. You normally sit through at least ten minutes of a resistance meeting before you doze off. Lucy, wake up! What? Is that you, Cat? What time is it? It's three o'clock. In the morning? No, the afternoon. <laughs> Hence the light. Can't see any light. Then open your eyes. No, that's a really bad idea. Did you, did you go home last night after I left you at the pub? Yes. I went home, and then I took a bottle of Bacardi from my parents' drinks cabinet, and then I went back out. And came to the cricket pavilion and passed out in the corner. Presumably, yes. Don't judge me. There's nothing wrong with getting hammered on your 18th birthday. You should have set off the fire alarm at the village hall. Why would I do that? It was a tradition when I was at school. There's an air vent on the side. You slide it open, the fire sensor's right next to it. Puff on a cigarette... Blow the smoke into the vent and all the alarms in the place go off. Everyone did it on their 18th birthday. Did you? Of course. Not on my actual 18th birthday, because my parents took me to a harvester. But the day after... (laughs) Can we have the resistance meeting another time when I'm not literally dead? Could you please not use literally purely for emphasis? Yes, I know you think it's literally the worst thing in the world. (laughs) No, because that would mean I think the use of literally for emphasis is worse than genocide. (laughs) Don't you? No. And we can't have the meeting another time because I need to talk to you. What? I spoke to your dad this morning. He thinks you're wasting your life hanging out with me trying to defeat this alien invasion. Well, what does he want me to waste it doing? Your (laughs) A-levels. But I'm trapped in the village, you know, what with the alien invasion, and there isn't a school here. And that's why I'm setting one up. Oh, what? I know you won't like the idea. Don't. But your dad was talking about not letting you come to resistance meetings anymore. However, bad influence. You, a bad influence. Yeah, I know. You say that like I'm too boring to be a bad influence. (laughs) It's not that. Good. I just don't think you're an influence, generally. influencing you to study for your A-levels. Otherwise your parents will stop you being involved in any resistance business. All right. Oh, come on! It'll send a strong message to Ulyaban that we believe we can determine our own future. We're fighting for the freedom of young people to dream their own dreams and become whatever they want to be. What do you want to be? A helicopter pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Be realistic, Lucy. That's never going to (laughs) happen. Oh, Miss Lyons, Miss Alexander, how delightful to see you. No need to be sarcastic, Ulibon. Uh, no sarcasm intended. Miss Alexander, would you like to lie down? Oh, that would be great. My head's pounding. Uh, Yartek, help Miss Alexander onto the operating table. Oh! Uh, operating table? Yes, for the operation. What operation? To remove your brain. <laughs> Will it get rid of my headache? Yes. Wait, Lucy, you can't just give him your brain. I only want to borrow it for my research programme into human behaviour. I'll be very careful with it. And in the meantime, you can have a mechanical brain. It's all ready to go, aren't you? Sorry, what? Is that a mechanical brain with my voice? No, it's a bloody pigeon. (laughs) 
course, it's a mechanical brain with your voice. Why are we talking about removing her brain? She agreed to it last night. I don't remember this. Fortunately, I record all my conversations for posterity. Computer, play back the exchange between myself and Miss Alexander from last night. So, I can borrow your brain now? Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> oh, but she can change her mind, can't she? Well, yes, that's exactly what I'm proposing. <laughs> She can refuse permission. Yeah, I don't actually want to do this. Uh, well, unfortunately, I need a cooperative brain, so if you don't want to, there's no point. Phew. Now stop lounging around on my operating table. This is my base of operations, not a tanning salon. Yartek, remove her. Ow! Now, why have you come to see me? I hope this isn't a frivolous waste of my time. We've come to ask you for the necessary materials so that Lucy can do her A-levels. And I have the answer to my question. <laughs> She's 18. She needs to do her A-levels. After the invasion, human qualifications will be of no value. You will work for the GNN cause in whatever capacity our capability assessment matrix chooses for you. Capability assessment matrix? We can scan a human mind in seconds and use the matrix to assess the role to which you are best suited. Computer, demonstrated on Miss Lyons. Uh, hang on, I... Your role in the post-invasion environment is... Jester. <laughs> Jester? Yes, well, they're a thing we have back on Geosis. They perform antics for our amusement and uh, wear silly hats. Yes, we used to have jesters here too. Oh, why did you get rid of them? They're brilliant. Well, we have celebrities for that now. <laughs> but that can't be right. I can't be a jester. She really isn't that funny. Well, true, but the Matrix is never wrong. What does it say about me? Your role in the post-invasion environment is... Helicopter pilot. Helicopter pilot. Golf caddy. Oh, <laughs> I hate golf. I could also scan your brain and calculate what you'd get in your A-levels without you having to actually take them. Go for it. No, no, that's cheating. She's got to study and make sure she gets the best possible grades. And where is she going to study? I'm setting up a school. You? Yes. And what will you teach at this school? Self-righteous pontificating, making ineffective escape plans and pedantry? She is literally the most pedantic person who's ever lived. If you think I can't get Lucy through these exams, give me the materials and we'll see who's right. She'll pass them all in six months. I'll give you three months. Why only three? Because I wish to see you fail. So I'm setting up circumstances under which you probably will. That's a bit mean. Oh, yes, hello. Clearly we haven't met before. I'm an alien warlord invading your planet. We can do it. I need the programme outlines and key texts for Lucy's subjects. What are you taking? History, media studies and Spanish. And general studies. I'm not doing general studies, it's pointless. The only ones who say that are people who aren't any good at it. I wouldn't have got into Hull without general studies. <laughs> Why? Did they stop you on the Humber Bridge and make you do a quiz? Detective Inspector Kerman downed his advocar in one gulp. Barman another, he shouted, but no matter how many he drank, he'd never forget the face of the woman he'd sworn to protect. Unless he'd drank himself to death, and he wasn't quite sad enough to do that. Her blood was on his hands, and on his face, and in his hair. He began to regret not having showered before going out. And then, it struck him. At the crime scene, there had been blood everywhere except on the body. Could it be that the murder victim was, in fact, not dead? 
Leaving his advocar, he ran outside and cycled to the morgue without a helmet, only to find that the drawer where her corpse should have been was empty. Sorry, Dad. We need the study. It's almost as if you don't want me to finish my novel. Well, that's not true. Mum doesn't want you to finish it, but I'm easy either way. <laughs> what do you need the study for? We're turning it into a school. And I'm the head. Is there anything you could teach? Creative writing. <laughs> oh, uh, no, she's not taking that. How about PE? Yes, all right. I'm not doing PE. It's an important part of the curriculum. I can't believe you just said that with a straight face. It is important. <laughs> it's only important because letting all those PE teachers take out their sadistic urges on the school kids makes it a tiny bit less likely that they'll become serial killers. <laughs> so, I'm looking forward to our first lesson. <laughs> ¿Qué películas te gustan? Me gusta mucho las películas del crimen, especialmente las películas con Ryan Gosling. Uh, sorry, what? Ryan Gosling. He was in Drive and The Notebook, but that's rubbish. Don't watch The Notebook. I know who Ryan Gosling is. It's the bit in the middle I didn't get. Películas de... How's it going, Carl? Oh, great, thank you. Can I talk to you for a moment, Kat? My door is always open. Yeah. Can we close it while we talk so he can't hear us? What's the problem? His Spanish is worse than mine. But he's from Argentina. Is he, though? Is he really? His name is short for Carlos. Have you checked? It's not just something he says to make himself look interesting. Everyone knows he's from Argentina. Someone punched him in the face outside the Rose and Crown after Maradona scored his Hand of God goal. He hasn't got an accent. He's lived in England since he was about seven. He's forgotten how to speak Spanish. Oh, rubbish. Cat, when I was seven, I knew the names of every Pokemon. All 386 of them. It only took me ten years to forget that. Ten years and about 30 ounces of homegrown cannabis. Still, I think he could manage to forget a whole language in six decades. I'll see if I can find someone else. But you let him down gently. Why do I have to tell him? You're the head teacher. You're the one who thinks he can't speak Spanish. Fine. <clears throat> Is everything all right? Great. Uh, Senor Kempes, realmente no se... Uh, Puede hablar español, verdad? Uh, sorry, I didn't quite catch that. I said, Mr. Kempers, you can't really speak Spanish, can you? Uh. <laughs> Did you know that Santa Claus was traditionally depicted in a green outfit until a popular Coca-Cola advertising campaign prompted a change to red? Everyone knows that. Right. Well, Did you know that the word sushi does not, in fact, mean raw fish? but in fact translates as soured rice. No. Good. Write that down. <laughs> Did you know that if you could extract a piece of the sun the size of a pinhead, it would give out so much heat that it could kill a person a hundred miles away? Then you couldn't extract it, could you? No, but did you know it? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Write it down. Did you know that the average woman spends a total of 16 months of her life crying? <laughs> Graham, is this definitely how you teach general studies? It's definitely how I teach general studies. Good afternoon. I'm Mrs Lyons. Yes, I know who you are, Mrs L. We'll be a bit more formal while we're in the classroom, Lucy. Where is my desk? Over there. But why isn't it at the front, facing yours? Kat said the teacher shouldn't have a desk at the front facing the other pupils because it sets up an artificial power dynamic. 
But that's exactly why you should have one. <laughs> Do I need to write that down? No. No. I'm here to teach history. I didn't know you knew about history. I only read about history. I never read novels. I don't have the time or the energy to care about things that didn't happen. Do I need to write that down? No. <laughs> no. History can essentially be understood as a lengthy sequence of people getting it wrong. <laughs> write that down. Oh, OK. So, let's start with the Battle of Hastings. King Harold II's army fought the French-Norman army and lost, leading to the Norman conquest of England. Why did he lose? Anyone know? Um, because he was the second King Harold and sequels are never as good as the original. <laughs> Is that a joke, Lucy? Do you want it to be a joke? Good news, Lucy. I found someone to teach you history. Yeah, Mrs L's doing it. Mrs Lyons in the classroom, Lucy. No, I meant Laura Phillips. She's got a history degree. Why are you here, Mum? But you said you needed someone to teach history. I didn't ask you. But I thought you were dropping a hint. I was just making conversation. Not everything people say has a passive-aggressive agenda. How nice that you think so. <laughs> the rules are very simple. Each player stands on one side of the net and hits the ball into the court on the other side of the net. If your opponent fails to return the ball before it bounces twice, you win the point and it's 15, love. I win 15 points. No, you win one point, but the score is 15. Why? Literally no one knows. <laughs> the first player to win four points wins the game, but you have to win by two clear points. You have to win six games to win a set, but you have to win by two clear games, and to win the match, you have to win two sets. Oh, but you have to win by two clear sets? No. So you'll see, it's all very simple. <laughs> Why are we playing tennis, anyway? Because tennis is the only women's sport I can play. What did you say, Dad? I said it's the only women's sport women's I can... Women's sport? Yes, sport for women. Women play literally all kinds of sport. Take note, Lucy, proper use of literally. Literally all kinds of sport. You've seen women's football? Yes, yes, I've seen it, but it's not, you know, proper, is it? <laughs> Lucy, PE lessons will be suspended until after my father and I have had a chat. My name's Colin Welbeck, and I'm going to take you for media studies. Have you taught media studies before? No, love. I'm a newspaper journalist with decades of experience. Which newspaper do you write for? Uh, that's not important. You mean it's not one I'd have heard of? Oh, no, you've heard of it, darling. It was a successful newspaper. Was? What? He said it was a successful newspaper. Yeah, they uh, closed it down. Why, if it was so successful? It's not important, sweetheart. The important thing is that I'm really, really experienced in the uh, realities of how the media works. It must be frustrating to go from being really plugged into current events to being trapped in the village with everyone in the outside world having forgotten you exist. Actually, no, it was quite well-timed, actually. <laughs> oh, this village school has been a wonderful initiative. Really? Well, it's kept Katrina Lyons so busy she hasn't been bothering me with her irritating schemes. I've been able to catch up on all my data collation and filed all my reports to the home world. I've even finished watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> I thought that without having to deal with her constant interference, you might suffer from a sort of listless malaise. Why would you think that? You said you thrive in adverse situations. And you're at your best when responding to a challenge. No, that's just something I put on my promotion application. It isn't true. Actually, I thrive in favourable situations, and I'm at my best when responding to the offer of a nice long lunch. <laughs> 
this term certainly has flown by. And so, before we break up for the exams, we have the prize-giving ceremony. First, we have the prize for outstanding achievement in modern languages, which goes to Lucy Alexander. Thank you. This is so unexpected. All right, sit back down. <laughs> What's the point in me sitting back down? We have to give out the next prize. But this next one's for me too, yeah? Maybe. Cat, <laughs> either they're all for me, or some of them are for nobody, or for people you've made up, which would be a pretty cruel trick. I just wanted to create a sense of ceremony. I don't want to keep sitting down and standing up. Fine, have it your own way. Outstanding achievement in humanities, most improved in sports. The Robert Maxwell Memorial Cup for Media Studies. <laughs> Most positive attitude, outstanding contribution to school life, best attendance record, and most trophies won at school prize giving. Cheers. I feel so proud. And that's the end of the prize giving. I'd like a chat with Lucy on her own, please. <laughs> that was sort of embarrassing. I thought it would give you a morale boost ahead of the exams. If you buckle down and work hard, you can pass them all. Oh, there's no way I'm passing history. I failed my mocks and I just zone out in the classes. I loved history A-level. I got an A. It's boring. Boring? It's got everything. War, death, revolution, the repeal of the Corn Laws. It's a bit... <laughs> It's a bit late for me to suddenly develop an interest in history. On the contrary, this is a perfect time. At this moment, there is more history than there's ever been before. <laughs> no, I'm going to concentrate on the others and make sure I pass those. But I said to Uliban, I'd get you to pass all your exams. Cat, when you started with this school business, I thought it was in the top 10% of the worst ideas you've ever had. But you've helped me to achieve far more than I ever thought I'd be able to. You're not going to tell me that your stupid bet with Ulyaban is more important than that. No, of course not. I, I care about them equally. <laughs> Are you tampering with Lucy's exam papers? No, I've just noticed that they've forgotten to print this page intentionally left blank on this page, so I'm writing it in by hand. But what if that page wasn't intentionally left blank? Good point. This page left blank, whether intentionally or unintentionally, we cannot tell. <laughs> I can't believe I got Lucy so close, and that is going to fall at the final hurdle. Oh, don't be too hard on yourself, Katrina. I think even Toby Young would have struggled to set up a decent school on the resources you've got. <laughs> what do you mean, even Toby Young? Are you saying I'm less adept at setting up a school than Toby Young? Well, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, good morning. Is everything ready for the exams? Yes. Here are the papers. Why are you giving them to him? I am the invigilator. <laughs> he insisted to make sure Lucy doesn't cheat. How long does the exam last? Three hours. Is that all? At the military academy on Geosis, each exam lasted for several weeks. With no toilet breaks. You, you got an extra 5% if you remained conscious, and an extra 10 if you didn't go mad. Did you manage it? I was so close. I was completely fine, until, with a couple of hours to go, I suddenly became adamant that my tongue was actually some kind of delicious fruit, and tried to eat it. A borderline case, but rules are rules. We're using the village hall as exam room. It's the 19th century history paper first. Everything you need to know is in the regulations. Thank you. Well, it's up to Lucy now. Just remember, 
even if she does fail history and you don't manage to prove Ulyabang wrong, and even though you've invested an enormous amount of time and emotional energy in this project, and even though her failure is essentially your failure, <laughs> and an indictment of the methods you've used... <laughs> Sorry, I've completely forgotten where I was going with this. <laughs> Look, there's nothing more I can do. It's not like I can go into the village hall and take the exam on Lucy's behalf. Is Excuse me. <laughs> Where are you going? I just stepped in my room. Do me a favour and don't bother me for the next three hours, okay? <laughs> Mr. Ulyaban. If you need my attention, raise your hand. All right. What do you want? I dropped my pen. I won't penalise you for it. <laughs> Can you pick it up for me, please? No. But you're meant to. It's substantially closer to you than it is to me. I'm not supposed to get out of my seat during the exam unless I'm going to the toilet. But that's to make sure you don't look at someone else's paper and cheat. There aren't any other papers to look at. I think you'll find the regulations don't say anything about it being okay if there's nobody else in the room. All right, all right. Thank you. Can you open a window, please? Oh, for heaven's sake, it's almost the end of the exam. The oppressive heat is affecting my performance. <sighs> Fine, I'll... It's all right. It's all right. Stay calm. I am calm. Don't stop to collect your personal possessions. I said don't. But it's my mascot. It is a stuffed panda. (laughs) If you don't leave it behind, I will fail you for being wretchedly sentimental. Now walk out, single file. There's only one of me. Then it shouldn't be difficult, should it? (laughs) So you're saying there isn't a fire in there? I'm saying there might not be. But the fire alarm has gone off. Sometimes they just do that. Even when there's no fire? It's better to be safe than sorry. That's true, but it's also better to build a fire alarm that can tell the difference between fire and no fire than to build one that can't. When can we go back in? I don't know. I thought you came over here to deal with this. No, I came over here because the alarm was irritating me. Can't someone switch that fire alarm off? Oh, what's the protocol here? Usually, we'd call the fire brigade and they'd come and check if there's fire. But there isn't a fire brigade. In that case, Richard, I'm awarding you the rank of fire chief. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Can you have a uniform? Do I need a uniform? Oh, I think so. (laughs) A dark blue one with shiny buttons and a belt and thick, heavy boots that could kick a door down. (laughs) There isn't time to make a uniform now. Richard, go in and check there's no fire. Right. This has all been very disruptive. No, it hasn't. There was only two minutes of the exam to go and you'd already finished writing. Still, I'm going to apply for extenuating circumstances. To whom? Dunno. You? Very well. I'm (coughs) considering your application. Uh, no. (laughs) I can't smell fire or see fire and it doesn't feel warm. Well done, Richard. Back inside. Single file. There's no need to keep ordering me about, you know. I know. It's just something I like to do. (laughs) Oh. Hello, love. <coughs> Dad! Mum! <coughs> What's happening? I don't know, because I just got here. <coughs> Katrina, have you been smoking? <coughs> Why would you think that? I don't smoke. Yeah, well, your breath smells like you've been smoking. No, I just ate some particularly smoky, smoked salmon. <coughs> <coughs> so... What's going on? The fire alarm went off just as Lucy was about to finish her exam, but there wasn't any fire. Well, I never. What a random turn of events that is. I hope nobody sneaked inside while the hall was evacuated. I didn't see anyone. Good. I did have have a quick glance at Lucy's paper, and do you know her handwriting is very like yours? Yeah. It sometimes is, and sometimes isn't, because she's ambidextrous. (laughs) I thought your parents might want to be here to see you get your results. No, 
Mum's busy cleaning the cappuccino machine and Dad's playing Risk. Oh, who against? Nobody. He just likes to sit by himself and slowly take over the world. <laughs> Does he have anything else in common with Ullibon? Yeah. He talks to his computer a lot too, but he's usually swearing at it. <laughs> Did you have any more interruptions during your exams? Yeah, weirdly, two minutes before the end of my other history exam, a radiation warning went off. Really? Well, I never. I didn't even know the village hall had a Geiger counter. But your dad looked fierce in that hazmat suit. I think your mum thought so, too. Uh, haven't you finished computing Miss Alexander's marks yet, computer? Sorry, her handwriting's rubbish. It's, it's not that bad. bad. <laughs> But you've decrypted the most sophisticated ciphers used by our most technologically advanced military opponents. Yeah, but at least those ciphers were neatly written. <laughs> right, they're in. General studies. D. Spanish. C. Yay! Well done, Lucy! Media studies. C. Still history to come, though. I think you might be pleasantly surprised by your result there. I don't think I will. I think you might have uh, done a little bit better than you were expecting. No, I really don't think I will. History. E. <laughs> what? What? How can it only be an E? I didn't think I was going to pass at all, Cat. And an E is better than an F. Or a G. Or an H. Or an I. Or a J. How far down do they go? Congratulations, Miss Alexander, Miss Lyons. You've proved me wrong. Yeah, whatever. Computer, I demand you second mark the history papers. OK. It's still an E. Those essays were well-structured, properly referenced. Perhaps, but the choice of secondary sources was often spurious, the central arguments felt rather dated, and the style was often irritatingly florid. I don't remember quoting any secondary sources. Stay out of this. Give me one example of a florid sentence from those papers. Hitler's remilitarization of the Rhineland, so typical of his modus operandi, could scarcely be characterised as a force majeure. <laughs> You've made it sound more florid than it was by doing a ponty voice, and I don't see how you can give that paper an E, considering exams are easier than they used to be. That's not what you told me. I lied to make you work harder. Of course they're easier. <laughs> You're taking this strangely personally, Miss Lyons. Well, I did put a lot of effort into Lucy's education. I just want her to achieve her potential. This is my potential. No, I... Uh, you can do better. You can retake history. No. An E in history is brilliant. My parents will get off my back and we can all go back to normal. I suppose we should get back to plotting against the invasion. And your education will make you an even more valuable member of the resistance. Indeed, she can plot against me in Spanish now. <laughs> you think it won't make a difference? He's right, Kat. It's not like I've been studying guerrilla tactics or how to make a Molotov cocktail. No, but you've challenged your capacities. You've stretched yourself. You'd be surprised by what you might be able to achieve now. I'll prove to you that it's made no difference at all. Computer, apply the capability assessment matrix to Miss Alexander. Scanning now. Your role in the post-invasion environment is helicopter pilot. Get it! <laughs> Because of doing all that PE. <laughs> Welcome to our village. Please invade carefully. Featured Peter Davison as Richard, Charles Edwards as Ulyabarn, Jan Francis as Margaret, Don Gillet as Carl and Colin, Hattie Morahan as Katrina, Hannah Murray as Lucy, and John Luke Roberts as the computer. It was written by Eddie Robson and script edited by Arthur Matthews. The producer was Ed Morish.